You're listening to Selfish the Podcast. This is the place where we make much ado about you. I'm your host, Allie Martin. Thanks for joining me. speak at a young professionals conference last year and I was so empowered after hearing her story. She had an idea, she acted on it, and it worked. It's the dream scenario. I'm so excited to get to talk with her today and dig deeper into her journey. So happy to be a part of the show. So first, talk to us about your background prior to starting Wicked Sheets. Absolutely. Um, So I actually came to Louisville, Kentucky on a soccer scholarship at Bellarmine University. And uh, like most student athletes, I planned on playing sports and and earning an education on the side. Um, But what I found myself really interested in is people. And I declared my major as a psychology major. I was really interested in helping kids, um, in particular kids with disabilities. But I knew I didn't want to be a teacher and have um, a classroom and and changing schedules like that, but I really wanted to focus on how to help kids, in particularly on the autism spectrum. And um, from there, I had an internship and started working at an, a local organization and doing therapy, ve- verbal behavioral therapy and applied behavioral analysis um, for kiddos on the autism spectrum. And then that took me to graduate school, and I was still working with kiddos, but. I had a passion for um, obviously athletics and outdoors, and I was noticing a problem with kiddos who were overweight or obese because of fine and gross motor issues due to their disabilities. So my first kind of like entrepreneurial venture was really starting a fitness program. Um, so I took myself back to Bellarmine and got a degree, or I'm um, sorry, certifications in personal training and medical fitness and started fitness programs for kiddos on the spectrum. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, t- I'm, pretty much a classically trained child psychologist with a whole bunch of fitness background uh, who just so happened to play college soccer. (laughs) (laughs) And then that led you into your adventure with Wicked Sheets. So talk to us about what what got that started. Exactly. So um, all of that, I know it doesn't seem like it would be connected to how I sell bed sheets to people who have night sweats, but there is always a path. So um, after I graduated and stopped playing college soccer, I joined um, an indoor soccer team here locally. And uh, like most people who should have hung up the boots before they got injured, I didn't. And I tore my ACL. And so I was uh, I I elected for the more painful surgery, the one that requires the most recovery time. Mm. And um, for six weeks, I was pretty much inactive as I I was working to repair the seven inches of hamstring that they took from me. I was pretty much relearning how to ride bikes and and put strain and stuff on my knee and my uh, and my ankles and all that stuff. And I noticed something really strange when I was exercising all the time and playing college soccer and doing these fitness programs. I was sweating at night and I could totally make sense of that. I just blamed it on metabolism or, um, you know, having a really high intensity training regimen, things like that. But when I was rehabilitating and I was six weeks like an invalid, I was still sweating and I'm like, okay, something's up. And, uh, like most women do, I went to the doctor afterwards and I was like, listen, I'm 24. 
I just, this is not sexy. I have got to figure out what is going on with these night sweats. And so we went down this path of, you know, you're, you're too young for menopause. You're not pregnant. You don't have cancer. You're not on special medications. So um, we did some preliminary testing and it turns out I have something called hyperhidrosis. And that just means I sweat three to four times more out of my pores than the average person. So I was like, oh, this is great. I'm 24. I'm sweating excessively. What am I going to do? I'm supposed to be finding a husband. This is not cool. <laughs> so um, I've always been pretty uh, a pretty open personality type. I think when you work with kiddos, when you potty train and you teach them about their bodies and all that stuff, you, you can't be embarrassed about things. So I'm a lot like my family. I went home. Um, April 2008 to an Easter brunch and I was telling my cousins about this you know hyperhidrosis thing and how much I was having night sweats and I was changing my sheets all the time and turns out my cousin who was pregnant at the time said oh I've had night sweats my whole life and it just gets worse when you're pregnant then my mom was like oh I've had night sweats and then she said you've been a sweaty baby your whole life and I'm like oh wow this is weird (laughs) so at that same moment my husband, my, I'm um, not my husband, I'm sorry, my cousin's husband walked past wearing a Nike dry fit golf shirt. And I just jokingly said, well, Jason, you're going to come home one day and we're going to have sewn them into uh, bed sheets and that'll solve all of our night sweats problems. And it was at that moment, my whole family kind of erupts into laughter. And I look at my dad and he is a sales and marketing guy. And he's like, uh, that's a pretty good idea. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, exactly. So I drove back from St. Louis to Louisville and I filled a notebook on the drive home. I wasn't texting and driving or anything like that, but I was writing notes on how I was going to start this um, dry fitted sheet company. And a few weeks later, I was truly getting rolls of fabric on my one bedroom apartment doorstep in St. Matthews in Louisville. And and that's how Wicked Sheets came to be. Isn't that crazy? I mean, you just, that's, that's one of those situations you could have never made that up if you tried. Oh my gosh, I know. It's just, it's the right place, the right time, but so many things had to happen for my educational background. You know, my, right now, I, I think my empathy level is one of the the best parts of the business because I can relate to every one of my customers. Mm -hmm. And if I wasn't someone that understood psychology or, um, you know, practiced how to empathize with others, I don't know if I would be that great of a business owner because I really truly want to relate to my customers and I can do that since I also have the condition. Sure. Now you you weren't trained specifically in business, although you do have that entrepreneur mind. So what is something that others might find surprising about starting a business? You you have this idea and you have a solution, but when you actually jump into it, it, it actually is a whole lot different than what people may think it would be. Absolutely. You know, I when I first started, I jokingly said to one of my first investors, I was like, God, I used to make fun of all of these business cliches. I used to be, you know, one of those people that was like, oh, okay. Here's this, the typical sales pitch. Oh, they're using the term pivot again. Oh, you know, <laughs> if cash isn't flowing, you're not growing. And I used to make so much fun of those cliches. And now every single day, I feel like I live out one of those cliches. And I just, I was shocked that um, they had such power and they can just be something that sticks with you. And I and it, it gets into my brain. And I'm like, wow, I used to make fun of people for this. And I'm now a living, walking, breathing, sweating cliche. <laughs> but- 
I think even more um, surprising in my personal journey was how uh, one of the things people said was you have to wear many hats. And um, I, I truly wear every single hat in my business. And before I can hire somebody to do that, I want to make sure that I've worn it and I know exactly what they're walking into. And so I've had to learn a lot that I did not think I would have to. You know, I, I read books about manufacturing now. I look at supply chain and logistics stuff, and um, I'm forced to learn that. And, and it ends up being really intriguing and really helpful. But I was just shocked that um, when, when someone told me that cliche, you have to wear every single hat in the business in order to be successful, I, I'm, I'm literally living that out every single day. Well, and I mean, not every part is as simple as reading a book and activating it. I've heard you tell um, kind of some of the the tough things that you have to discover. And and again, it goes back to a cliche of, you know, uh, you figure it out as you go and a trial and error. Um, So what have been some of the hard parts about this journey that you're on? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, So one of the things I usually tell entrepreneurs or especially female entrepreneurs that are in the manufacturing world, which is pretty male dominant, which no big deal. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, I made a really early newbie mistake and it has forever haunted me because it lost me money and it lost me time. Um, I was buying fabric from a place and I didn't have a signed contract in place with them. You know, so every time I now make an exchange for for uh, services or products for cash, I make sure that we have some sort of signed contract in place. Basically what happened was I bought, you know, $12,000 worth of fabric and I got it to my doorstep and rolled it out and it was all damaged. And when you are just starting a business and I put my, uh, you know, my down payment on my first home into starting the business, when you lose $12,000 on fabric, or at least 40% of that anyway, it is a big sting and it takes a lot to make that up. And so uh, I I was pretty smart to have spoken to my attorneys who actually gave me the greatest advice. And they said, Allie, you could could go down this path and end up spending so much more money in legal fees. Why don't you chalk it up to you learned it was an expensive mistake and you're never going to do that again. And that was really, really hard for me to take because by nature, I don't like to um, screw up. I actually like to succeed at everything I try. And so recognizing that I just really um, made a mistake and and it hindered the, the beginning of the business was really, really tough to swallow. But now it's kind of become one of those things that I can share with others. And I feel like I've got a leg up on other folks because I do know this and I have learned from those experiences. You've been there, you've done it, and you can it's- live to tell about it. Exactly, exactly. And I want other people to know that. Now, on the flip side of that, what has Mm -hmm. been the most fun or the most enjoyable part about this journey? Oh, gosh. So I wake up every day. I love my job. I am really lucky to say that. Don't get me wrong. It's hard. And sometimes I'm like, what is going on here? Um, But I have fun every single day when I'm learning something new. So when I learned that lesson the hard way, I actually now look back then I'm like, oh, that was actually a really cool thing that you got to do. Mm-hmm. But the other best part of all of this is I love talking to my customers. I love answering their questions. I love relating to them. I love being able to give them some sort of tangible solution to their um, to their problems. And maybe that comes 
from being an entrepreneur, but I think a lot of it comes from being uh, studying psychology for so long. You know, if you want to be a counselor or a therapist, you oftentimes are offering um, advice or just listening. Well, with Wicked Sheets, I've been able to offer a tangible solution to people's discomforts from waking up from night sweats and hot flashes. And so I think when I can relate to my customers and give them something that might be able to help them, that is the most fun. And then when we follow up with them and they're like, oh my God, me and my husband are spooning again. Or, (laughs) oh my, my son who had terrible night sweats is now sleeping comfortably at college. Or, you know, um, my sweaty boyfriend is disgusting and I told him he had to sleep on these sheets or else I wouldn't sleep with him. I just, I love hearing it because I get it and it makes me so happy to be able to help them in, in some sort of way that benefits their health overall. I mean, sleep is is the most important piece of our mental, emotional and physical well-being and mm-hmm. I just want to be able to help my customers sleep better. Now, on top of all that, you you Mm -hmm. mentioned you play lots of different parts in the business. How do you balance everything in your life? What tactic do you go back to when things get hectic and chaotic in your life? Um, So I've always been a big proponent of uh, exercising to keep your balance. And I, I will find myself sometimes without even planning it, if I'm sitting at my computer and I'm having a really hard time either writing a blog or answering a, uh, a vendor agreement or coming up with the right words or solution, I, I catch myself walking out the door and going for a walk around the block or a walk around the parking lot or going for a run and coming back and really being able to exercise consistently. I, I would love to say I get to do it every single day, but probably five times a week, that consistency gives my brain the ability to keep going forward. And that also allows me to keep control of um, the rest of my day. Because if I don't have my morning to exercise and my morning and afternoon figured out, it makes my evening really not fun. And I love my boyfriend, Tyler. And if I didn't have time to spend with him, I would probably go a little bit insane. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the other part of his part in my life or role in, in my life as an entrepreneur is he's always been extremely supportive. Um, he's, he was my attorney when I first started the company. So he understood that I had some passion and some, some dreaming problem. I love that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a conflict of interest. We didn't date until after he left um, the firm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he, he knew what he was getting into when he was starting to date an entrepreneur, sure. but it's been six years and he has never faltered once in his support of, Hey, I've got to go out of town or I need to take this call or we need to work late tonight. He has just always been there. And, and he knows when I'm upset about something, he knows either to stay clear or give me a hug. He just can read me really well. So, and that's so so important too. I mean, having a supportive partner really does play into the role of how we are able to then take on everything that's in front of us. Absolutely. I'm sure just like with your ventures, your husband, it is so important that your husband, your friends, your parents are on board and really support your your goals because without that, it, it makes it like another obstacle for you. Now, Allie, you know this show is all about taking care of yourself and what you can do to make sure that you are at your peak and your product does that. But how do you, um, how are you selfish personally? I love the shameless plug there, right? <laughs> Take care of yourself and get some sleep. <laughs> it's, it, all, it all works together. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so one thing that I started practicing probably in 2013, I found myself going to a lot of networking events and there would be moments where I'd be sitting there going, I could be doing so many other things right now. What is the benefit for me? Or what, what other meeting did I cancel or what dinner with my college girls did I miss because I'm here right now? And so one thing that my um, original investors told me was go deep and not wide. So the way I'm selfish now is I look at my calendar one week at a time and I make sure that I'm always making an effort to do one networking event, having one or two social events, whether it's with Tyler or my girls from college or other entrepreneurs, and then making sure I'm not overbooked because the worst thing you can do is overbook yourself, spread yourself out way too thin, and then you're not productive at all. So I have, I really, really like being selfish in, in the way that I look at my calendar and not overbooking myself because it's not going to benefit the person you're meeting with if you're so strung out and you can't think straight or get your words together and you feel like it's a, uh, an unproductive meeting. So I think that is really the best thing I started practicing. And thanks to my business partners for telling me that because you could just end up on a hamster wheel of networking events. And you're like, what, what have I been doing? I'm having cocktails and just yesing at people. This is ridiculous. Well, and, and well, oftentimes you'll find the same people at these events. And so then you think there are more productive things that I could be doing at this point um, right. to grow and to, to network. So that, that's an important lesson. I like yeah. That. Now, is there anything you wish you could be doing more of? Um, yeah, this year has been really interesting for us. We've gotten locally, we've gotten some great press. Um, last year we went to the Oscars and we were in the celebrity, um, a celebrity gifting suite. And when you do those, obviously you get asks from all these other gifting suites. They just want free product and celebs, which is fantastic if you hook up with the, the right one. Mm -hmm. But I need, I, I wish there was a way I could be in more places at once mm -hmm. and, and I really don't like turning down opportunities. So, for instance, we've got a big event coming up at the end of June in Florida. But then in, on July 12th, I'm supposed to be promoting the baby line. We have a new baby line called Wicked Little Sleepers. And there's like this huge baby palooza in New York City. But it's a week later. And I know physically and actually from an inventory perspective, I can't turn around and make that, that um, trip a week later. So I wish I could make myself either in more places at once or have the ability to control uh, when these things are, are occurring because mm. there's so many great opportunities out there. And living in Louisville is fantastic because we can get to all the places, but it's not yeah. always inexpensive. <laughs> sure. So I wish I could be spending more money in the right places. And sometimes you feel like you're spending more money in the wrong places, but it works. <laughs> Now you hinted that you have a new line coming out, but what else is next for you and for Wicked Cheats? Yeah, so the the Wicked Little Sleepers line is something I have been working on for two years as as my college friends have had babies one and two and they're like, God, we're up changing crib sheets all the time. We're, what about urine? Will they wake that away? I, I love working on the baby line. I think that's gonna be so great, um, but Fingers crossed, if all goes well, I should be airing on the Home Shopping Network on June 26th. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm super pumped. With Randy Zuckerberg, who's Mark Zuckerberg's yes, sister. Yes, love Randy. 
Yeah, she is a total rock star, and she's like all about STEM programs for females, which I always, you know, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of technology because we have what we call high tech bedding, right? Technology products where we're focusing on science in schools and helping kids learn entrepreneurship. It's just, it's really cool. Um, so I was fortunate enough to go out and, and compete in a pitch competition in Silicon Valley last September. And part of the winning was um, a spot on the Home Shopping Network. So How cool. if all goes well, you will see my mug and sweaty armpits on the Home Shopping <laughs> Network on June 26th. <laughs> that is so cool. Well, Alex, oh, congratulations. Great. I mean, gosh, it, it seems like this is only just beginning for you. So I'm I'm really excited to follow your journey and, and see where this takes off. So thank you again for talking with us. And, and we're definitely going to keep keep an eye on Wicked Sheets and, and keep an eye on your journey. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Allie. And I'm so impressed with what you're doing. Thank you so much for your inspiration for all the ladies out there and all the guys out there that need to learn to be selfish so they can do better things. <laughs> if you want to get your hands on some Wicked Sheets, go to wickedsheets.com. If you use the coupon code WICKEDSELFISH, you will receive 15% off your order. You've been listening to Selfish. You can find show notes on selfishthepodcast.com. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend about Selfish and make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank <laughs> you.